Hello and welcome to this BJSM podcast. I'm Katie Marino and I'm here with Dr Jackie Forsyth, a senior lecturer at Staffordshire University. Thank you for joining us, Jackie. Thanks for having me. Can you start off by telling the listeners a bit about your particular areas of interest research-wise? In terms of the research I do, I've always tried to do research about women, but specifically my area of research is on bone health and the interaction of bone, oestrogen and exercise. So how those three things can affect each other. So for instance, when women have low levels of oestrogen, how that might impact their bone health when they undertake exercise. Thank you. I know you were the lead organiser of the recent Women in Sport and Exercise conference that took place at Staffordshire University recently. Can you give the listeners a bit of an overview of what the aims of the conference were and what topics the speakers discussed? Yeah, sure. Really what we wanted to do is look at the research behind exercise, participation and sports performance. So trying to talk about the challenges and issues that women face when they are exercising. So we didn't want to include everything from getting people to exercise to start with. It was more about people who were already engaged in exercise or sport or sports performance and what some of the challenges were so that they would continue to exercise and continue to be healthy. So that's what we were kind of looking looking at. And um, we wanted to have a research angle. So we're looking at, um, you know, the cutting edge themes behind these particular aspects. And why did you feel organising this conference was particularly important? Well, generally, it seems that a lot of the research that has been done on things like exercise training, training programs, nutritional strategies, rehabilitation programs tend to be done mainly on males rather than on females. So it's even though you think, oh, it must, lots of research must have been done on females, it seems as obviously there's a, there's a dearth of information in that area. So I think it's really important to highlight that and to encourage more people to research about these issues that are facing the female exerciser. Do you have any idea why there is such a divide? One of the other things about the conference, we were trying to look at the scientific aspects and in the science literature, in the medicine literature, sports medicine, for instance, um, it's, it's often difficult to recruit females or it could be because um, females are not as homogenous as men. So they vary according to menstrual cycle in terms of um, you know, age with menopause, things like that. So if you're trying to get a group of females to answer a research question, then they're going to have um, different uh, responses to maybe an exercise regime because of the hormonal variations that they have. So often researchers think, well, just for ease, what I'll do is I'll collect data from males because they're not likely to have any of these variances. I think that's one of the issues. Another issue is probably um, participation in, in research. I don't know why, but it seems that males would more likely to sign up for a research study than, than females do. Um, maybe that's something to do with um, other family commitments, or uh, maybe it's uh, females, maybe a, 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 fret, you know, a fear of being judged, or a number of social and cultural reasons why females might not ga- engage in research. So yeah, it seems that, um, that some of those reasons would contribute to why there are, there's less research on women. 
If there is anybody listening who is considering doing research on uh, women in sport and exercise, you've highlighted that aspects like the menstrual cycle might make it harder for data collection. Do you have any advice for those researchers to make it easier or uh, perhaps help break it down? Oh, there's so much really because there's so much diff- many different topics and this was the purpose of the conference to include those topics so for instance we talked about breast health we talked about menstrual cycle we talked about female athlete triad uh, we talked about uh, cardiovascular disease in terms of menopause so it just really depends on what stage in your life as a female you're at that could make a difference to so many different things so it would be difficult for me to say right there's this one particular thing that we could make it easier it's just making sure that you do understand these things and that you do realize that as a female that there are a whole host of things that you consider as part of your engagement within sport and exercise right i suppose we need to encourage research in these areas and highlighting that it's not as difficult or daunting as it might seem as important. Uh, speaking of this, the majority of speakers at the Women in Sport and Exercise conference were women. Is that because you found research on sport and exercise in women is more likely to be conducted by women researchers? I haven't got any research evidence to say that the research on females is predominantly done on uh, by females. Um, so I, I can't say that it is probably likely that that's a case because often you will do research that you feel passionate about and you often feel passionate about yourself. So you will carry out research on that. In terms of people, delegates come into the conference. Yeah, unfortunately, it was the majority females, which is you know, something we need to improve because it's really important that we get these messages across to males. Um, the males in the governance of sport, who are coaches, um, who, you know, are engaged in, um, engaged with female athletes. So we, we do really need to get the message out there to males as well. So it's a real shame that we had a very low turnout of, of males. Just to follow up from that, you've mentioned previously that there are more men than women at every level and every aspect of sport, from coaching to the people performing research. So if we can encourage more men to undertake research on women in sport and exercise, that can only be a good thing. Um, Apart from the conference, do you have any other uh, ways or ideas that we can help fix the divide between research done on women exercise and men exercise and to encourage more people to get involved in it? Yeah, we've recently launched the Women in Sport and Exercise Academic Network, and that's exactly the purpose of it, to um, inspire people to carry out research on females and to be really there as a supportive network so that we can help each other, encourage each other to um, carry out more research on females. It's only in its initial stages, but... um, you know, we've got an, uh, a network of us. This is the, co- the, the, the this conference was the first thing that we wanted to do, the first big thing. We've had uh, an inaugural meeting, um, and then hopefully we're going to put on more events, more talks. Um, but also we have this network so that we can contact each other, even if it's just asking other people, other researchers about what do you think about this research topic or does anybody know of, I don't know, whatever it is, X, Y and Z that could be relevant to females. Um, But I also want to, we also want to develop a website um, so that we can have um, something that is 
sort of audience facing so for people just female exercises just for browsing on but that it's research informed so what we would try and do is that every bit of research we're publishing will um, convert that into more lay terms so that people can read about what we're doing the research on and um, it's not just a, a website that is an exercise website that could have, might have conflicting messages it's some, a website that provides information that's fully supported by by um, peer-reviewed re research sounds fantastic if any listeners are interested in joining the women in sport and exercise academic network that you've mentioned is it open to anybody or uh, to just specific groups yeah absolutely absolutely um they would just have to contact myself or my colleague claire marie roberts and um yeah they can sign up for this network it's anybody that has got an interest in either doing the research or listening to the research or finding out more um it's open to anybody Wonderful. Thank you very much. Congratulations again on the conference. It was hugely successful and I look forward to watching it grow in future years. Um, and I hope that this podcast has encouraged some people to think about doing research on sport and exercise in women. Thank you again for agreeing to chat with me today. It's a pleasure talking to you, Katie. And thank you to the listeners for tuning into this podcast. Hope you've enjoyed it. If you are interested in joining the Women in Sport and Exercise Academic Network, I'll put information on how to join in the description of this podcast. Do follow the British Journal of Sports Medicine on social media and check out the other wonderful BJSM podcasts that are freely available. Thanks again for listening. Have a great day.